We are supported by Squarespace. Guys, we have a Squarespace website that's just gorgeous. That Wobby Wob, you uh, you built that yourself using all the templates, yeah? I sure did. Yeah, easy peasy? So easy. Well, the best part about Squarespace is it's an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, and you can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options with Squarespace Blueprint. Plus, you can kickstart or update written content on any website, product description, or email with Squarespace AI. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX. We are supported by Taco Bell. Ooh. Oh, man. We often do two recordings a day and we have this little nice lunch break that we enjoy and we're always craving something really yummy. Yes, yeah, something fresh, something high quality, something like the all new cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell, which is mm. exactly that. Mm. It's so yummy. It has slow roasted chicken, the pico, that purple cabbage, and an avocado verde salsa sauce. Oh, delicious. Outrageous. The new Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burrito, and Quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina Chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Anonymous. I'm Dan Rutherford, and I'm joined by the Minister of Waterfalls. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It's been a long day, and we're, we've reached that slap-happy point. We have. We have. We, have. we well, just we, finished recording some Armchair Anonymous. We did. But these that you're about to listen to are really fun. They're really fun. <laughs> There's one in here that Monica really lost her shit on, which was so fun. You could not. Because. The visual. visual. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Uh, this is, of course, crazy gym stories. And by God, some crazy shit goes down at gyms, and you're about to hear it. Also, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you. That's the reason we did this sort of because it's often people's resolution to go to the gym. Yes. If you go to a public gym, you're very mad right now. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, AA meetings suck this time oh, of year. It's standing room only. It's a bunch of people that are only going to do it for three days. Oh, I wish and, they know. would do it for longer. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. And of course, everyone's welcome and come try it. But it is interesting when you have like a home group or a group of people and then all of a sudden there's like it 35 flops. people that are going to give a shot. It's, oh, it's really an interesting funny. dynamic. I hope you're listening to this right now at the gym. Oh my God. That is a story. We got to do a, a oh, yeah. crazy AA stories oh. prompt because fuck, I've got like five of okay, them. Shit goes do down at AA, AA Also, let's do crazy stories that happen while you're listening to Armchair Anonymous about the prompt. It happens to you while the prompt is... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled you know for the one saying? the one submission for that. Let's, yeah, there's uh, <laughs> going to be so many. <laughs> All right, please enjoy Crazy Gym Stories. Hard times come and go. Good times take them slow. My life, I had them both. Remember one thing you got to know. I'm going to keep on shining. 
Hello. Hi. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. We like your blanket tent. Yes. Oh, thank you. It's a shared closet with my husband. We have three kids and they love their blankets. So it was an easy <laughs> choice to decorate in here. What percentage of the closet is yours and which percentage is your husband's? Oh, it's about 50-50. Oh. He's a stellar dresser and he loves his outfits and his hats. And so he takes up as much <laughs> as he can and then the rest of it's mine. <laughs> is he a Beckham style? Yeah. What's his style? Oh, I would say kind of mountain man. <gasps> oh. Hippie mountain man. <gasps> Hippie wow. mountain man with some hats. Yeah. Hippie mountain men hats. What kind of hat would that be? Like a floppy leather hat? Oh, I bet like Jed wears. Sure. Right? I can see that. Yeah. Not a cowboy hat, called. but like more round. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Kind of a little flatter on top. And just to remind you, this is crazy hat stories episode. <laughs> We've switched the topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have a crazy gym story. I do. So we are going all the way back to 2005. Mm. Oh, wonderful. I am 23 years old, and I'm in the process of moving to New York City to pursue life as a visual artist. At the end of college, I'd started getting into weightlifting and was really excited about that. So I didn't want to have a lapse in my gym membership. So as I'm in the process of moving, I was researching gyms that would be close to where I was going to be working at the time. So I found a gym about two blocks or so from where I'm working. So location is really great. The type of gym that it is, is kind of one of those globo gyms, like bright colors, big energy, lots of music and noise, big windows. It's all about the kind of the scene there. What state are you moving from to New York? I was in Minnesota. Mm. Oh, okay. So this is a pretty big difference. Yeah, it is. So I'm on the phone with membership and there was two things that this membership guy kept harping on. One of which was, oh, you got to go here. It's Matt Damon's gym. <gasps> now, this is not what my story is about, unfortunately. Oh. But that was one of the selling points. Like, oh, people love it here because Matt Damon goes here. I would work out so much. Yeah, you'd be in incredible shape. I would. I only saw him one time. Oh, <laughs> oh it wasn't even a lie. No oh, bait and 2005. switch. 2005. No. Wow. Peak. <laughs> the other piece of information that was important to share was that they were open 24 hours. This was a 24-hour gym. I'm going to have different schedules depending on when I'm working. So perfect. So fast forward, this is my second weekend in New York. And I have a Sunday shift at my job. I'm working retail at an art supply store a couple blocks away. I get out of work. I go up to the gym. It's around 6.30. I decide, you know, I'm going to get a couple hours of a workout in. And I'm just going to stay a little longer to just have like a Pamper myself, kind of shower, you know, blow dry. Because my shared living experience at the time in Brooklyn, the bathroom was kind of yako and ah. I didn't want to spend too much time in there then. So took my time, did my hair. I was running a blow dryer in a bathroom that was fully tiled. So it's actually very loud in this bathroom. And the bathrooms were in the basement. It's about 9.15. I gather my stuff. I'm starting to walk up the stairs. And I notice that it's pretty quiet. The gym music has stopped playing. I'm not hearing people on the machines. I'm not hearing people talking or milling oh around. <laughs> and it's also pretty dark. Oh, God. My initial thought was like, oh, my gosh, did the power go out? <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. But no, because I was just running a hairdryer in the basement. So I thought, well, maybe they're closing for some reason. So I will walk towards the exit. Now, when I get to the exit, I quickly realize that they are, in fact, closed. 
and I have been locked inside no. the tomb. Oh my goodness, this oh is like my. an 80s fun it, movie. It is. It, but you want to be in a more fun place, like a Target. A mall. So initially I thought, you know, it's not the worst place to be locked inside. They have oh. healthy snacks. They have a comfy couch. They have a shower and a bathroom. You know, I'm not in the worst case scenario, but I really don't want to be here all night. Yeah. yeah. What are my choices? So what I was looking at out the front door was a grate that has been fully pulled down and locked. You're in prison now. Yeah. I thought, you know, okay, there's probably emergency exits. Let's go check out where those are. I walk around. I find one in the basement. And it has all these warnings. Like, if you open this door, the alarm's going to go off. And I did not know what kind of emergency response that would insight. Do I wait around for them to arrive? And do I tell them that it was me that was locked in there? Am I going to somehow get in trouble for being the person that like set off this alarm? I'm 23, so I'm green in this department. I don't know what's going on. So I go back upstairs and I'm like looking at business cards, see if I can find somebody's cell phone number. Again, this is 2005. So it's still kind of that landline era. And a lot of the business cards for trainers and managers still had the number for the gym, mm. like the physical location on there. So of course, like I can't post to Twitter or Instagram to say, hey, I'm stuck in the gym. How do I get out? So I call 911. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yes. Smart. Oh, that's what you like. I love that. Y'all just bounced out that emergency door. No. Nope. I flip open my Nokia cell phone and I get the 911 <laughs> on there. So I talked to the dispatcher. She was really nice. I said, you know what? I'm not injured. I just happened to get locked inside this gym. And <laughs> can you send somebody over to troubleshoot how to get out of here? Because I don't want to push that alarmed door open if I don't have to. So she's, yeah, no problem. We'll send somebody over. So it's maybe 30, 40 minutes. Kind of feels like a long time. But also, you know, I start calling my friends like, hey, I'm stuck in this gym. This is so wild. Now the gym is on Lafayette. So it's this very busy road. It's 10 something at night at this point, And there's people walking by. I mean, it's an active area. So the police pull up with the lights on, they get out of the car, they walk over to the door and they are just laughing. What have we encountered here? And I'm of course laughing and also so embarrassed at this gym. They had a vestibule. So you have your door from the street into a small room. And then there's a secondary door that goes into the main facility. So in order to talk to the police, I have to come into that vestibule area. And without thinking, I get in there and the second door locks behind me. So now I'm really stuck in this box. Oh my God. So now I'm in this glass <laughs> box. There's pedestrians going by. NYPD, they're so nice. They said, okay, well, we have the ability to cut the bolt on this lock and we can get you out. And I'm thinking it's like one of those big bolt cutters, like a big scissors almost. Yeah. Like they're just going to clip it. We're going to be out of here. And it wasn't. It was a circular saw. He has this mask. So he pulls the mask down and it takes a little while for him to get through the bolt. People stopping, people whispering, like, what's going on? And you have nowhere to hide. You're just in a glass <laughs> box. You blew out your hair. So you look kind of good. Yeah. You got a pump. I have a fresh hairdo. I'm feeling great, except for being trapped. <laughs> so <laughs> they get the bolt off. They lift the grate. I'm free. They put a cute little pink lock back on and they left a note for the people at the gym <laughs> that said something like, if you want to get back in the gym, you need to come to whatever precinct number. You left somebody in here last night. Oh my God. Oh. It's like, yeah, yeah, you tell them. That's so funny. I mean, I guess they had to have a lot of safety precautions if Matt Damon goes there. 
Yeah, obviously. Security's got to be heightened. Yeah. So that's also where I was so confused about, you know, this guy on the phone told me it's a 24-hour gym. So if for whatever reason they're closing, wouldn't there be somebody walking around to do checks? Well, also, it's not like you were taking a nap in a locker. You were running a hairdryer. Yeah, it was very obvious that there was still a person down there. You got to hand it to him for clearing out so quickly. You would think it would take at least an hour to get the personnel out of there and everything. That was also very mysterious because I came upstairs just a few minutes after closing and everybody was gone. Yeah, this Mm. is weird. They're in a mad dash to get to the bar. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to come back the next day while this is fresh and I'm going to stand my ground (laughs) and say how worried I was and... I went up to one of the managers and I said, hey, I'm the girl that got locked in here last night. We need to have a talk about this. <laughs> like, what's going on? You guys are supposed to be open 24 hours. And he says, well, we are open 24 hours, except for Sundays. We close at nine o'clock. Oh, on Sundays. So his whole position was, it was listed there. Sorry this happened. It still doesn't answer for why they didn't see you. Well, he said, well, what do you want out of this? Oh, so New York. I know. And I was like, uh, well, maybe you can prorate my week of membership. You know, just something to say you're sorry. <laughs> and I did bring up like a safety issue of I could have had a medical incident. Exactly. And passed out in the shower. What's your protocol to make sure that people are okay and out of your building? And he said, well, I'm really sorry this happened. You know, I can't give you any money off your membership, but I can offer you a smoothie. And so he kind of does this weird, like, puts his arm around my shoulder and kind of corrals me over to the smoothie area to Uh, (laughs) present me with a smoothie coupon for my troubles. It was really kind of gross. God, yeah. For 15 years after the fact, how old do you think that manager was, if we're being generous? Probably early 30s. Oh, okay. Because, you know, sometimes these places, they're run by 21-year-olds, too, and they don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, I worked at SoulCycle. Yeah, you were running the joint. And I was a key holder, so I was that person. What would you have done if someone got locked in SoulCycle? Would you have been like, wait, did you get out? Okay. I would have been like, why didn't you notice this is on you? I would have gaslit them. (laughs) Right, right. I'm just kidding. I was such a good employee. I would never have left someone in there. Did you do a sweep of the place whenever you you closed? You had to. You had to. It was protocol. Yeah. Okay. My God. Well, these people aren't soul cycle material, apparently. (laughs) Exactly. They would have never cut it there. So, Amy, how long did you stay at that gym? I would say I stayed probably another couple weeks because the fallout of this was every time I'd come in, it seemed that the word had gotten around that it was me that got locked in because the staff, (laughs) you know, people would be like, oh, kind of whispering to themselves off in the corner, like, oh, that's her. Just thought it's time to go somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the story made its way to Matt Damon, like when he worked out and his trainer was probably like, oh my God, something really funny happened here. Yeah, probably. Maybe he knows. Yeah. yeah. I doubt he had a trainer, though. Yeah. He seems he like did. me, like he's more self-motivated. Yeah, he's cool. Next time we have him on, I'm going to ask him. If he remembers this gym. This is a little bit of ageism the other way you never hear about, which is like young people are easily dismissed. If you were a 41-year-old woman and you came to the desk and talked to that person. Like me now. Yeah. In fact, you should try to get yourself locked in there again. And yeah, because they repeat this all. Thought you would sue, but you mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't sue as like a twenty-something. No, you're too hungover and busy chasing yeah. boys and stuff. <laughs> doing your hair. <laughs> yeah, doing your blowouts. <laughs> well, Amy, thank you for telling us that story. We're glad you made it alive. And yeah, I just would have absolutely kicked that door open because it's on them. I guess that's. True. It's like they put you in this position. I don't give a fuck if your alarm goes yeah. off. And if the cops come, I go, yeah, they locked me in. I would have been scared too. I don't know why. Yeah, those alarms are deterrence. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, thank you, Amy. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Okay, take Bye. care. Bye. 
I think all these are mute cutes now. I thought like the police officer or <laughs> the manager at the gym. It would be great. <laughs> Maybe the guy wanted it to be a meat cute because he put that pink. note. He was trying. He used a pink, pink lock. Yeah, I was flirting. That was a very flirty thing to do. Hello. Hi, how are you? Is this Nick? This is, yes. I love that we're in your bedroom or a guest bedroom. Just, I like that we're in a bedroom. We're rarely in a bedroom with anyone. It's funny, about five minutes ago, I was in my daughter's bedroom, which is a little smaller and probably better for the sound. And our neighbor across the street is doing a construction project and just whipped up their like drywall mixer. Do you live across the street from me? (laughs) (laughs) In the last five minutes, I've been frantic. Oh no. I brought blankets in and comfy pillows. No, you're in an ideal room already. There's a lot of soft fabrics around you. You don't want to be close to walls, shocking. That's the echo chamber. So you're golden. You're wearing a soft sweatshirt, a hoodie. That's going to help. You have a little bit of stubble. That's going to break up the sound waves. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Where are you at, Nick? Sonoma County, California. Oh, okay. Are you in any tangential way uh, associated with the wine industry? I have been. (gasps) I was working in the wine industry for almost 20 years. Oh. Look at that. What, were you a sales wine? rep? Were you a vintner? What were you? I worked in marketing, social media. And are you ever over at Sonoma Raceway? I'm not. Oh. I had a feeling you'd ask me about that. That's the site of my huge crash that caused all the surgeries. Mm. So what are you doing now? So now I work at our regional food bank called the Redwood Empire Food Bank. And I do grant writing and corporate partnerships. Busy time of year? Yeah, we do half of our fundraising between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Wow. Well, thanks for taking the time to tell us your crazy gym story. I'm sure you're busy. Yeah, we're excited. Hit us. Where does this take place? Are we in Sonoma? Does Sonoma have gyms? We do. This takes place in a little town called Windsor, just north of Santa Rosa. That's the home of uh, Charles Schultz. That's right. Yeah, Charles Schultz Museum, home of Peanuts. And they had an ice pageant for a while, but that's been gotten rid of. You're so... (laughs) 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 Sorry, Nick. Hear it. I know, but I want to get a rhythm going with Nick. I know. This is foreplay. I want to. I want to join. He, I want to join sexual energies. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Do they do ice skating there anymore? Or no. <laughs> they do. They have an ice skating rink. Okay. Charlie Brown, important person. Vince Guaraldi. So, the holidays. Tis the season. Tis the season. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It's January 2000. I'm 18 years old. In between my semesters at my freshman year of college, I was going to the junior college here in town. Most of my friends had already left to go back to their schools. Some post-holiday blues, post-Y2K excitement. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. New Year's resolution? What was that? New Year's resolution? <laughs> oh, was going to the gym? This is relevant to the gym. I'm just laughing. <laughs> I hate Monica. Do you need a co-host? Do you need a new co-host, Nick? <laughs> I'm a veil. Okay, go on. So I was just kind of moping around the house, and my sister lived at home. She was a little bit older than me, and she loved going to the gym. So she dragged me to the gym one day. Put on, you know, new pair of warm-up pants that I had, a big hooded sweatshirt, exactly what I thought someone who would go to the gym would wear, you know, but not at all. <laughs> it's not a very big gym. It was the first time I'd ever been to a public gym. They kind of had the check area and the machines kind of in the front and then tucked in the back were a few treadmills and all the free weights. So we went in, hopped up on a couple of the treadmills to do a little warm-up. We were jogging for a few minutes and my sister, she hopped off and went to go do like her routine, whatever she was going to do. And I decided to stay on the treadmill. I did a little running in high school. So started building my confidence a little bit, putting up the speed, trying to get familiar with, you know, being on a treadmill, you know, probably five minutes go by and I'm going pretty fast and feeling good. Of course, I've got lined sweatpants on and a big hooded sweatshirt. So I'm getting hot. 
I'm way overdressed. Decided <laughs> I need to take my sweatshirt off. The thought does not even cross my mind to like stop the treadmill, take my sweatshirt off and start up again. I'm going to oh. just go ahead and try and take my sweatshirt oh, off no. while I'm on the trip. Absolutely. I can see myself making the same call. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't stop. Yeah, you know that move in the car where you're driving and you need to take a sweatshirt off or something and you can kind of do it real quick. Sure. Well, can I tell you, Nick, the first thing I thought of when you painted this picture was how many times I've taken a hoodie off in the car and then miscalculated and realized, like, I don't have either arm now. Oh. And now I'm driving with my knee. And that's exactly what happened here. Oh. I uh, got one arm out. Hold on, Nick. And sorry, Monica. Are there any girls around? Had you locked eyes with anyone and had anything in your mind going like, oh, I see you and you see me? No, if anything, I wanted to be anonymous. I was a pretty shy kid. Luckily, it wasn't very busy. So I was kind of off on my own, you know, got one arm out of the sweatshirt, pulled the sweatshirt over my head, and that was when I lost sight oh. for the first time. Oh. <laughs> and immediately stopped feet. I fly off the back of the truck. Oh, no. And I wish it would have ended there, and that would have been fine. I probably would have been okay. But the way this gym was set up was that, you know, it was 2000, it was pre-flat screen TVs. So the TVs were hanging on the ceiling and they were the big tube TVs, and they were down the middle of the gym. So the treadmills were turned to face the middle of the gym, backed against a wall. <gasps> oh. oh, no. Okay, no, no. okay, Boy. okay. Bounced off the wall, oh. landed back in the treadmill. No. Oh. <laughs> back on the wall. Wait, what? The- no, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm basically like in a dryer in a tumble cycle is kind of what it felt like. Uh, are you still blinded by the sweatshirt? Completely blinded. Oh. Sweatshirt completely halfway over my head. Can't see anything. I'm just kind of bouncing back and forth between the treadmill and the wall over and over again. This is like an America's Funniest Home yeah, Video. Yeah. Or even a Simpsons cartoon, like Homer Simpson on a treadmill. Yes. So, you know, eventually I hear my sister screaming, not really helping, but she's screaming from the other side of the room, you know, somebody help. All this is happening so fast, too. It's probably only 30 seconds, but it feels like 10 minutes that I'm just bouncing back and forth between treadmill and wall. Eventually somebody came and stopped the treadmill. I took inventory outside of my torn warm-up pants. Oh, no, this is Wait, so your warm-up pants tore? Oh, yeah, total rug burn. Oh. oh, my God. You're lucky they stayed on. You could have been in oh. your skivvies. Oh. <laughs> I imagine also people helping pull the hoodie off of you. Yeah. I mean, I feel fortunate that it wasn't too busy. There wasn't that many people there. I pretty much left immediately after that. I was like, I'll wait in the car while you finish your workout. I'm... <laughs> not hanging out anymore. I'm done with the workout. I'm never, ever going to exercise again. I have a feeling that people who work there probably had that on security footage and probably got a real charge. Oh, they probably watched that over and over and over again. It was shown to many, many people. Did they have at that time on the treadmills the pull? You know, now they have that pull. Probably. But, yeah, but no one see. ever hooks themselves. Oh, because, yeah, you're supposed to you're wear it. You're supposed to wear it. it, but nobody does. No one's ever going to yeah. wear that thing. And this is why you're supposed to wear it. What was the extent of the injuries? When you got in the car and the adrenaline subsided, did you start feeling like, oh, I got my ass kicked by that thing? I was pretty sore the next day. Burned up knees a little bit, but more bruised ego than anything. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. It's like falling onto a belt sander. If I was your sister, <laughs> oh, your come sister. across the room like, help, call 911. I called her last night to kind of corroborate the story. And she was like, what I remember is I was working out and all of a sudden I hear this big thud. Oh. And then I turn around and I see her arms flailing around on the treadmill. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I really want to see yeah, this me like too. ping pong person. Yes. 
Uh, or I wonder if you thought maybe it was rolling too. There could have been some. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, Nick. I'm glad you survived that. Luckily, nobody got to her. Uh, well, that was fun. What a great story. I'm sorry that happened to you. You really went through the spin cycle, as you said. <laughs> I really did. Did you revisit exercise? I have. Stayed outside for my running for a while. Did not jump on a treadmill for many years. Yeah, at least when you fall down there, you stay put. Exactly. Unless there's an earthquake. Yeah, or you fall in a ravine and then you, yeah. (gasps) I wouldn't say I'm the most graceful person either, so (laughs) I've been known to trip just on the sidewalk. You're terribly cute, though. I think it works <laughs> perfectly with what you're presenting. Thank you. Yeah, you have kind of a Steve Carell. He's got a sweetness. Yeah, and then a Steve Carell. A Steve Carellness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who do people tell you you look like? Monchichis. You ever heard of those guys? <gasps> Monchi oh cheese, They're so soft and cuddly. Monchi You know, we used to call Delta Monchi Yeah, we did. Aww. I think she had a Monchi She did. She had a little one. Yeah. I don't get a lot of pumps to. Celebrities that I can think of. Tell oh. people Steve Carell. You just, <laughs> you, t- you just start telling people, you know who I look like. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to give a quick shout out to my daughter, Grace, and my son, Sam. I let them listen to a very choice few of Aww. these. Did they like the story of the man decomposing at brunch in Canada? Oh. <laughs> you haven't heard that one. Oh, yet, so God. I'll wait till they're a little older for that You one. should use that as punishment if one of them fucks up. You're like, you get in that room and you listen to that nine minutes. <laughs> and you listen to it over and over again. Ooh, oh, that's oh, the oh, most rough one. I'll bookmark that one for later. Okay, we'll give our love to your babies. Yes, thanks for sharing. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. That one got you. I loved seeing how much that got <laughs> you. Like, you were really giggling. Did you have any pee in your pants? <laughs> no, it's dry. It's dry. Oh, it was fun. What if I got <laughs> self-conscious like so that I wasn't stu- laughing as hard, so then I decided I'll pee my pants a little bit, because oh, then God. I can say, like, oh, I was laughing so hard, I peed that my pants. That is something you would do. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> Just have an excuse to pee my pants. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You this look is so Sim. much. What are you going to say? <laughs> well, you were going to say Mary Steenburgen. Nope. Close. Mary Lou Henner. Oh. With the super memory. I've gotten that one other time in my life. You have. At an airport. I'm not going to tell you where because then it'll give away where I am. Your location because you want to remain. Well, what's crazy is the name also that you gave us, your code name, your pseudonym, your nom de plure is. Mary. Mary. That's so simple. I think you're more Mary than you know you're more Mary. Wow. And then Mary you had a Mary too. Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, also very Mary Steenburgen. Do you get that? No, I'll take it. This is so sim because we put yeah, out a quilt, quilt yeah. episode today of Flightless Bird and you have a quilt hanging up. Oh, boy. Wow. I was trying to make it insulated in here. I'm actually in my closet, which is at the start of the scene of the crime of my story here. Oh, so oh really? really bringing me back just seven years ago. I'm okay. so excited. Okay, so 2016. Yes. Cold morning. I know you don't want to tell us where you're at specifically, but I do need a region of the country. Middle of the country. So all the seasons, it happened to be winter. And I was on the phone with a friend, pretty distracted. I was thinking I was late to my yoga class and I was rushing to get ready. I was in my closet and I quickly put on my long jacket, put on my pants, talking to my friend, rushing out the door to catch this (laughs) yoga class. And I had been going to yoga on and off for 12 years. I was at this studio for a little over a year at this point, and I would always go to the morning class. Well, I got to ask Monica protocol right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I feel like I know what happens, but I know you don't want me to guess. But oh. can I whisper it to you? Sure. Okay. 
Oh, okay. He guessed something, but yeah, I don't like. But she doesn't like when I guess. So, but I. (laughs) But he has to. (laughs) This is like the best I can do, control wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get into the yoga class. It's a hot yoga class, and I'm in the locker room. I'm still rushing to get ready, talking to my friend on the phone, and I quickly hang up with her, take off my jacket, grab my yoga mat, head into the studio. (laughs) I find the studio is empty, and I'm like. Well, I'm not late, so let me just roll out my mat here, relax, get ready for the class. And this particular room is set up where it's just like a long rectangle, and there's a door in the back, and it's kind of off to the far right. And it opens up, and there's a mirror in front of you. And so I put my mat down pretty much like right in front of the door. I always just get into child's pose for the beginning of class. Like, I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm just in my child's pose. So that's what I do. Really quick remind us, is that you're on your knees and you're leaned forward with your palms on the ground? Exactly. And I'm facing towards the mirror and my back is towards the door. People are filing in. Maybe it's five minutes. But now the room's full of about probably 30 people. I mean, this particular class, everyone's like lined up right next to each other. It's filled. And as I'm still in child's pose, just kind of getting ready for the instructor to give us the next direction here, I get this tap on my shoulder And I look back and there's this woman, beautiful gray hair, kind eyes. And she just looks at me and she says, ma'am, I think you have a hole in your pants. Oh, oh. Oh. We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Are there some fantastic concerts coming to your city this summer? Mine too. In fact, Anderson Pack's playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't wait for it. Ooh, that's exciting. If you want to be sure to see your favorite artist, you need to jump on it right away. I've already DM'd him saying, yes, I got to be in that front row. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We are supported by BetterHelp. Listen, I understand that sometimes you want to keep things to yourself, process your emotions in your own time. But if you keep everything bottled up, it can have some serious consequences. I have therapy on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. I had therapy this morning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it put me in the greatest mood. We had a long, big day, and I just felt much better for having you were some... not to out you. You were a little grumpy going in. I was. I was. I was to be Rob specific. and I received some texts this Yeah, I was morning. locked out of my therapy setting, which is this attic. <laughs> <sighs> But then you felt much better after. I felt much better. And I even made some apologies. Um, Talking things out can be so helpful. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. Check out BetterHelp if you've been thinking of trying therapy. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. 
It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for any reason for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DAX today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DAX. We are supported by Squarespace. Guys, we have a Squarespace website that's just gorgeous. That Wobby Wob, you uh, you built that yourself using all the templates, yeah? I sure did. Yeah, easy peasy? So easy. Well, the best part about Squarespace is it's an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, and you can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options with Squarespace Blueprint. Plus, you can kickstart or update written content on any website, product description, or email with Squarespace AI. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX. I knew immediately what happened because I had just gotten a puppy and my puppy dog, I don't know why they do this, but they eat the crotches out oh. of your pants. Well, because there's pheromones in there. Sick. So hey. I knew immediately what happened, and I knew immediately I wasn't wearing underwear. Oh! oh baby. Oh, my God. So <laughs> oh, I quickly no. got my yoga mat, wrapped it up, threw on my jacket, headed out the door. Oh. My drive home was like five minutes. I'm crying because it was just mortifying. I get home, and... I'm thinking it's a certain size of hole because I've seen her do this before. Yeah, in your mind, give us a... Yeah, what'd you think? Dollar bill, a quarter. I knew it was going to be bad. Like, I was thinking like a tennis ball. A tennis oh. ball. You can see a lot. What I wasn't envisioning was assless chaps. <laughs> the <laughs> wait, whole wait, back. The whole... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, wait a no. minute. What? Wait a minute. This is so perfect because you are by the door. So every single oh person God. who entered looked down and saw. Like I'm talking my entire, entire <laughs> middle you of my pants. couldn't have splayed yourself more. No. Wow. Wow. I guess, yeah, you wouldn't have felt it. I feel like I would have. That's the thing. I've never done this in my life. And the first time I did this, I put my jacket, I had a long puffer jacket on, and then I put my pants on and I was distracted uh, on the phone. Multitasking. I was multitasking and rushing. And then I get to a hot, sweaty room taking off my jacket. I still didn't feel like a breeze of air. It was like the perfect scenario Oof. leading up to this. Oh. Wow. And then child's pose. Oh, that's nice lady. I'm so glad she said, like, you could have gone through the whole class. Well, I think I would have seen it <laughs> at some point, but I'm mortified because, A, I feel like people recognize me at the class. And then the other thing was I immediately went to, I'm sure they were wondering what person in their right mind would not know they had that big of a hole in their pants. So therefore, did they think that I was like trying to get my rocks off? Yeah, yes. an exhibitionist. Yeah, I would have thought that. Sorry. Yes, I too. <laughs> and you know when it would have occurred to you is when you got on your butt for something. You would have felt the rubber. You'd be like, ow. You'd have been why is my. <laughs> I yeah. thought about that. Ow, why is but my. I just went. Why is my full on Right this? into child pose. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. I love oh. I mean, I hate this for you, but I'm so was happy your, for everyone else. Was the front covered? Think about child's pose. It's all vagina in. No, she said assless chaps. Right. It was 
all of it. Oh, uh, vagina was showing too. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and oh. and more importantly, anus. Well, Let's I be think honest. Worse for me would be vagina than anus. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. Same, really? same, Mary. I've had kids, so vaginas. Okay. Right. But not in a yoga studio. You didn't have kids that I know of. Yeah, I haven't been to yoga since. I used to go <laughs> all oh, the time. What, you really haven't been since? I just have no desire. Oh, oh it no. killed your spirit. Yeah, it really did. That answers Damn. several of my follow-up questions all at once, which is when you returned, did you notice people were more interested in chatting you up, sure. like needing to get more info. I will never know. You'll never know. <sighs> oh, Mary, <laughs> I don't like this. I feel like you got to get back on that horse. No, I think you made the right decision. <laughs> Because it was an omen. It was like an omen and a prophecy. No, she loved child's pose. Do you do <laughs> yoga at home? I do. Okay. Oh. You don't even need your outfit for in-home. Do whatever. You were married at the time? Yes. Only a few people know this story. My husband knows, and I called him in the car crying. He thought I, like, got in a car wreck and killed somebody. <laughs> it was just so mortifying. And I've had a lot of embarrassing moments, but this one was just... That's... <laughs> Really specific. Yeah, I mean, it's so, you just can't get more exposed than child's pose. And it was for a long period of time. Oh. Right. You had lost yourself in the pose. Thank God you didn't, like, fart. Oh, my God. If, if I had said that, you'd be so mad at me, but well, I'm so I'm, glad you said I'm it. <laughs> thank you for saying it, I guess. It's more of a thank you. Okay, wait, I have another question, of course. This is. Oh, no. We got to let it go. go. <laughs> Were there men in the class? Yes. Oh. It was probably half. Oh. What if like, okay, what if you notice all the men that were yes. in front started to <laughs> yeah, move yeah, their yeah, mats yeah, yeah. to behind yeah. you? <laughs> I mean, I would have walked in, I would have saw it and I'd be like, huh, oh, I don't like it up here. This, and I would have done a whole oh, yeah, it's, it's like pantomiming that it was, something was uncomfortable up here. <laughs> oh, it's drafty up here. Oh, it's much warmer. And I'd be vocalizing. Oh, much warmer oh. back. I live for the heat. <laughs> I just bolted. I did not even look around. You covered it with your yoga mat? Yeah. Smart. Yeah, yeah I made a like a towel. burrito <laughs> now there's one other thought i might have and this is not positive okay i might have thought like she's in threadbare clothes and she maybe she's living on the street oh, like, yeah with my lululemon yoga mat <laughs> yeah. well i wouldn't i don't know a lot about the yoga mats but if i just saw <laughs> like some very frayed and torn but it's just like everything looks good except that one area that's true yeah if only i had a tattered yeah if only <laughs> i'm just that would be the other option i would go to yeah. it's like oh this person's a little out of their mind and they're or like their... yeah a drug addict who loves yoga yeah <laughs> which there does seem to be some overlap yeah, sure. there yeah <laughs> Oh, oh, wow, well, that Mary, was fun. I love, Thanks, I Mary. Love that. Thank you, guys. This was fun. I'm glad to get it out there anonymously. I think I'm ready to get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing. Yes, thank you. Okay, you guys take care. Happy holidays. Oh, okay, you bye. too. Bye-bye. Oh, no. That unraveled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, things are unraveling. I need to buy my sweatshirt. <laughs> I can't believe more people didn't tell her. If that room filled up. Well, Rob, would you ever have told her? Yeah, I would have. You would have? I would have let them know, yeah. Wouldn't you think it was, in, I would, would think it's intentional. I, right. 30 people though? Like if a guy opens up his raincoat in the park and he's bare naked, do you think you need to tell him, hey, you're naked? Well, you but go if like, it's a mm, this hole, is his kink. If it's a hole in the pants. But it, but it sounds like it was the entire, yeah, it was but, all open. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I know you and that you would want to say something, but you wouldn't. And I think that's what most people in the room probably felt like. Like, should I? If I knew it was an accident. But how would you know? She's a stranger. A hole in the pants at a yoga place that 
probably cost a decent <laughs> amount to be. It just sounds like it didn't look like a hole. Well, it looked on purpose, like yeah. crotchless pants. I guess if it looked on purpose, I would not have said something. By the way, I think we already have run this experiment because are you the type of person to tell someone they have a booger in their nose? Exactly. I bet no, you don't. because I would feel embarrassed for them if I told them. Well, that's the but same this scenario. This, this is way worse. This yeah. is that type This is like, I got to tell someone that, that I the just... most embarrassing thing ever. I saw their anus. Yeah. But if like you were about to go on stage at a live show and you had a booger, I would tell you in that case. Sure. Well, that's our shared livelihood is on the line. Yeah. <laughs> you not better a stranger. tell me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, photo shoot for this show and... <laughs> I've got a huge booger hanging out. Well, I know it because, okay, one time we had someone on. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and Rob gets everyone the cream tops. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know exactly about. what I'm talking about. Cream tops, you can't get those for people anymore because if they have facial hair, it's it like eating gets, a powdered white donut. It gets stuck all in people's <laughs> facial hair. Yeah, yeah. And we took a picture with yeah, yeah. somebody oh, no. who had it in their facial hair. And in my head, I was like, if Rob doesn't fucking <laughs> tell him. He's in a but photo. I can tell you, though, my thought process was, I I'll can Photoshop out. that out. This uh, is a, not a big deal to do. He'll realize it later. I knew I wasn't going to, but I've already declared myself as someone who never will say anything. Right. And then I didn't know what was happening with you. Because <laughs> I was I knew, missing it. Right. Because I knew you would say. And I'm so all over that kind of thing normally. Right. And Must then I knew Rob noticed it. <laughs> Had it just been me and him, I wouldn't have told him in front of you guys because mm. that would have embarrassed him more. Yeah, and but, I knew I could Photoshop it out. But then when he got in the car... And looked in the mirror and oh, he saw wiped it. it. He wiped it at some point. But then he uh, known. Oh, it's like oh, I hated it. Do you think if you were with somebody, it was just two people, and then it smelled like you would act like it was a courtesy? Like, oh, I think you might have farted. <laughs> no, <laughs> what are you talking about? Because we're saying like we're pointing out when things are embarrassing and we need to tell the person. You're like, oh my gosh, I think you might have farted. But just so you know, I think, has, you, think you may have farted. There has it to be a like reason to tell. Yeah, because yeah. you're trying to prevent more embarrassment. Yes, yes. exactly. And so if the person didn't know, but that's not that's only you're like, oh, you need to be a little more mindful because I need a wipe. I think you farted. That's only embarrassing for you. The cream on the mustache is bad for him walking through the rest of the world and the picture. And I did think that too. I was like, I guess he'll just have to photoshop that out it happens occasionally and people usually are pretty quick to get it that was we the other we cannot keep buying those for people <laughs> they were josh says madeline so we'll see it's probably oh. his wife's account i'll just make sure my crotch is covered <laughs> hi josh hello i am so mac not smart so i'm using one of my employees macbooks so that's why oh, it says her name instead of madeline mine. you're a pc like the commercial i am yeah wow. recording there we go nice to meet you both nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you i see stained glass out the window in the corner yes do you live directly next to a church it might have been at one point i work at a university I think it's part of our law school, actually. Monica <gasps> just got horny. I really did. Yeah. I want to teleport there right now. I love yeah. college. Yeah. It's beautiful. So you have a crazy gym story. I do. This took place back in 2011. I was living in 
Toledo, Ohio at the time, which was my hometown. Wait, you're from Toledo? I'm from Toledo, yeah. Well, you know, US 23 runs through there, right? Sure does. So I lived like four miles off of US 23, about 50 miles north of you. I was right at the line. So I was like two miles south of Lambertville. Oh, yeah. And I even had a girlfriend down there in Toledo, Jenny Lesnowitz. Met her in Cancun on spring break, (laughs) and I went down to visit her a few times. Was she at the gym? I wish it was her. That would have been a much better story. (laughs) I was working at a gym there in Toledo all through high school. I'd gotten hired, I think, like my sophomore year. It was a good high school job. Started off as a lifeguard, became a swimming instructor there. And then my senior year of high school, they promoted me to do the front desk, membership sales, things like that. So paid a little bit better. It was a fun time. We always had regulars that you would see by that many years. You knew who came in at what times, how long they would be there for, and what their kind of preferred workout was. And we had this one elderly gentleman for the story. I'll name him Rupert. Oh, Oh. good choice. Not the friendliest fellow. He would come in right before closing and he would stay forever. And so you knew if you were closing the building that day, you're like, shoot, I'm just not going to get out of here until 40, 50 minutes past closing because Rupert's in here. But really quick, what a bizarre policy. It's like a restaurant if you arrive before the door closes. I feel like everyone should be out by the closing time. I agree. What an insane policy. What if you had a two-hour workout? It was not the policy, but I think when you're 70 plus, you just don't care. Mm. And so like, I would come over the loudspeaker and be like, hello guests, we're closing in 20 minutes. Please wrap up your workouts. He would wait until like the five minute warning. And then that's when he would go to the shower. Oh, okay. It was like a 20 minute shower. And then he would be like, how long can I walk around the locker room naked? And he would come in to kind of like close down the locker room and he was toweling (laughs) off. Ew, I hate him. Monica, there's a lot of that. There's always guys posted up endlessly drying themselves. Especially that decade, it's just like as much as he could expose himself, it felt like. (laughs) It was the summer after I graduated high school. So it was my last shift, like mid-August. I was moving away to college the very next day. I was clocking out for the last time. And so most of the guests were coming in to say goodbye to me. Some brought me some cards because I'd been there for a while. And he comes in. We closed at 5 p.m. on that Saturday. And he comes in at like 3.30 or so. And I'm like, shoot, Rupert's here. There's no way I'm getting out of here at five o'clock. 30 minutes goes by. And then a lady runs up to the front desk where I was working. She was like, somebody collapsed (gasps) back in the aerobic studio. Uh, Somebody's on the ground. I think they need medical attention. So me and my boss, she was in the office at the time. We ran back there and I knew, I was like, it has to be Rupert. Yeah. (laughs) Faking a stroke, but somehow also tolling himself off. We'll get there. No, Dax! (laughs) And so we run back there and of course it's Rupert. Somehow he got to kind of the door of the aerobic studio. So he's like halfway out the door on the ground with his head just kind of in the hallway there. There's a lot of people around and he's fully awake. He's coherent. He's able to talk, but he can't move his arms or legs. So I think it might have been some stroke. I never got the medical update of what actually happened. We call 911. So the paramedics are on their way and we want to get him out of that hallway because there's dozens of guests working out. And so there was a large broom closet to the side of that hallway. It's linoleum floor. So me and my boss kind of drag him essentially into the closet. (laughs) To just kind of get him out of the way. This sounds like Weekend at Bernie's now. You're just putting the (laughs) corpse in a closet. It felt like that. So we're kind of in there like, everything's going to be okay. Paramedics are on their way. Do you need anything? He's doing okay. And then he looks up at us, me and my boss. And my boss is probably a 50-year-old woman at the time. I'm 18. And he goes, I need to use the bathroom. Oh, my God. Oh, I love this twist. She is very prim and proper. And she kind of like has this clutch her pearls moment. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember she said, she goes, 
I'm out of here. And she turns around like on a dime and walks out the hallway. I don't know. She was hoping that the paramedics would come and she was going to go look for them. She ditched me. Oh, sure, my sure. God. <laughs> she made the right move. No. Yes. He's 18. He's a boy. This is some guy That's shit. That's not a Deal good with- manager. I hate her, too. Okay. I think, is that because Josh looks a little bit like Matt Damon? Yeah, I'm protected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I could tell. (laughs) She just made my day. (laughs) She leaves, she scrams, and there's no bathroom. It's a broom closet. Did he specify whether it was one or two? No. Okay. Okay. Just, I need to use the bathroom. Correct. The paramedics are on their way. I kind of reiterated that. And I remember vividly, I can hear his voice still. He goes, son, I know you're not a nurse, but you're going to need to act like one. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. One of the first like full dialogue sentences we've actually had with each other oh. over the three years that I worked there. And so I'm still not thinking through this all the way of what's actually going to happen. <laughs> He's on his back laying there on the ground. And so I was like, well, I'm going to have to undress this guy. And many times that I've told this story to friends of mine, they would be like, oh, I would have just left. Like, there's no way I would have helped him. I would have run out. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I think if you were there in the moment. I'm not shocked you didn't desert the guy because I wouldn't have done that. But getting his pants off, we're getting closer to what? There's no toilet in there. Like, there's no reason to get these pants off if there's nothing for him to pee or shit in. So better off that he just pee and shit in his clothes, really. I would just be like... How is him being nude now going to help anything? Yeah, I think I would have said, I'll be here, but legally I'm not allowed to touch Touch you. Touch your penis. I should have said that. I don't know if that's true or not. I I don't either, but that's what you say. I'm young. Probably wasn't thinking clearly and was panicking a little bit. And so he's elderly and also he's small. Like he's quite thin. He was wearing sweatpants. And so I kind of pull his sweatpants down to his ankle. Oh, Oh my God. And he has old man tidy whiteys on. So then those I like slip down to his knees. And so at this point I'm looking and we have like a drain in the floor. Oh. And I think to your earlier question, Dax, I'm just assuming that it's number one. Like there's not an option for number two. So if I can help this man not pee himself, then we're okay. Yeah. There's no drain on the floor. There's no urinal or toilet or anything. And so I'm looking around and on the sink, there's a stack of Dixie cups. Okay. Yeah. I grab the cups and at this point I'm like, here you go. Do with these as you will. But then he says he needs help because he still can't move his arms. From the time that he went into paralysis in the doorway to this closet, how much time has passed do you think? Maximum... 10 minutes. Okay, great. That's my hunch. So bullshit, you've got to pee this fucking bad because if you had to pee that bad right now, you would have had to pee 10 minutes ago when you were heading into the gym. You should have been walking to the toilet. This is insane that within these 10 minutes, he has this irresistible desire to pee. Well, if your body's like shutting down. (laughs) Okay, it's a glass half full. I've thought of that so many times. I think either this man was at his lowest point physically or he successfully pulled off the perviest role play of all time yes a kink and he waited to my last day i have no idea no oh my god <laughs> okay okay so anyways you've got the dixie cups you put the dixie cups down yeah i give it to him at this point i was 18 i had never taken anybody's pants off before in my life it was not supposed to be a 70 year old man for the first time that was happening but i just kind of left the cups he's like i need help i can't do this i don't remember exactly what he said but it was indicated that the cups were not going to do him any good by themselves. And so I think at this point, I'm just a little like numb. I'm just now in this tight enclosed space with this very naked old man. 
I get him on his side. So now he's kind of laying on his side on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. Thinking that will kind of help him into the cup a little bit better. Sure. And I realize I'm going to have to put him into the cup. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's old. There's not a lot going on down there. And so I kind of spread his thighs a little bit. because It's just wrinkles, essentially. Ah. Okay. So I just kind of separate his thighs a little bit. And I reach into the <laughs> mountain <laughs> bush of gray pubic no. hair and pull out his very tiny penis no. and I kind of just hose it into the Dixie cup oh my God. as if I'm like pulling a bar tab. This is so extreme. <laughs> so I'm holding him into the little Dixie cup and he starts going. Hmm. So he slowly starts dribbling in there. Ew. It's a small little Dixie cup. And so like instantly my head's like, well, I'm going to need to get another one. And so I have the cup stack there. So as soon as he gets in close to the top, I move it, grab the other one and dip it under. Like I'm literally just pouring shots into these little Dixie cups. I think we fill up four of them maybe. Wow. He did have to pee then. Bad. And it was as we were filling up the third or fourth Dixie cup of pee is when three firemen opened the, the hallway door to the closet. And so it's Rupert laying there, ass on the ground, and me holding his penis into these then four Dixie cups of pee stacked up next to us. And they just walk in and I'm like holding him, looking up at them. And I don't say a word. Yeah, you're molesting the patient at this point from their point of view, yeah. Oh Although my. I'm somehow feeling as if I'm being molested. You, yes, yes yeah, you, well, you are. are you are. Yeah, you yeah, are violated. Yeah, yeah. You have trauma. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh my God. So I just drop him. Like I don't pull his, I'm just, they're firemen. They're allowed to put his pants back on. I've done enough. And I walk back up to the front office and our building supervisor and my boss were up there in our office and they were laughing. They were like, what happened back there? I'm so sorry I abandoned you. So I told them what happened. I don't think they believed it. They just, they thought it was the most comical thing that could have happened literally an hour before I clocked out for the last time. What a send off. I moved away to college the next day and the whole office sent me like a thank you card. Thanks for your years of service. And my boss finished at the bottom of the card, wrote, I miss your touch, dot, 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 Rupert. (laughs) Yeah, I did three very successful years there at the gym. And then my last day was quite a little bit of a dud. I got to say, out of all the stories we've heard, that's the craziest. In our whole life? On this show. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. I mean, the notion that you're over there filling Dixie cups with a guy who's got immediate onset paralysis. What a wild. So we already know he's so entitled. I do think he might not have made up the paralysis, but he definitely used it to his advantage. It's all the timing of it. Like having to pee that bad, but having left the locker room not peeing is so weird. I just don't know if you would know about your body i mean if he was having like a partial stroke okay we don't know well that's fair i mean he was able to wait until his pants were at his ankles and his penis was in my hand before he started going <laughs> that so is weird. maybe he just has phenomenal <laughs> bladder control i don't know <laughs> yeah, his whole body had shut down but he was in perfect control that is weird of his kegels giving this story to friends they were like i would just would have said no i don't know i mean in the moment are you okay just telling somebody no just piss yourself. I'm not going to do anything. Funny enough, yeah. we were just having a debate, Josh, before you got on about whether or not we would tell someone whose yoga pants were ripped. So two of us said no. So absolutely not. If you wouldn't tell someone their yoga pants, you wouldn't pull someone's pants down and no, I, fill cups. I, again, would say legally I can't. Yeah. But 
I'll put so much towels on your oh, crotch. So okay, feel towels. free to pee and the towels will absorb it. Yeah. Ah. Towels might have been a better option than Dixie cups, if I'm being honest. You wouldn't have to touch anything. I'm really grateful you did that, obviously, because what a story. And I'm sure it's amused so many people. It has. I was camping with a group of friends last April and I told the story and one guy didn't believe me. He was like, no way. And so I told the actual name of the place and the member and they looked it up. And he passed away about two years ago. And in his obituary, it names one of his favorite activities was going to work out here daily at this gym. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> there is an option that he's completely normal and had this situation he's not nor- and needed a hand and you really saved the day. Well, sure. Obviously, people are way more victimized in certain situations, but it was the only time in my life where I drove home that day from the gym. And I was like, oh, I understand what it means that victims feel the shame. Yes. It was the first time that clicked in my brain of like, oh, I feel gross yes. even though I didn't do anything. Right. That's right. That's because, really I mean, in my opinion, maybe not for you, but in my opinion, it's because you betrayed yourself. For me, it's like I had some spidey senses saying I shouldn't be here, but that I just continued on because I was overwhelmed by the situation. And then you're mad at yourself when you leave, not yeah. the fucking asshole who did everything. The guilt goes right to you. Yep. At least... Positive, it helps me relate, I guess, to that individual that might go through something like that. Yeah. That was a long time ago. He lived a lot longer then. If he was in his 70s. He did another 10 years. So he survived whatever that medical emergency was. Yeah. I do want to say thank you for your Emily recommendation. I was recently in Brooklyn, and it was so good. Even when we overhype it, it still delivers. Because, by the way, we, too, psych ourselves up before we go. We're like, we talk about it so much, it's probably not as good as we say. And then every time we go, we're like, nope, it's even better. I want it right now so bad. The bartender was the one serving me, and I was like, I've heard this burger's great. You know, I listened to Armchair Expert, and she could not care less. (laughs) Oh! What if the bartender was Rupert's daughter? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then and then you guys started dating and it was a meet cute. Oh, we want all these to be meet cute. Yeah, somehow. we're hoping for meet cutes. I feel like I've touched enough of that family. <laughs> I'd argue opposite, which is like, you already dealt with the gnarly shit. That's true. You deserve a reward. That's true. That's one way to look at it. Oh, well, Josh, this was a pleasure. Very nice meeting you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you both. All right. Take care. Bye. Man, yikes. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Wow. That was great. These were fun. Yeah, that was very unexpected. This was a big way to kick off 2024. Yeah. Even numbers. It's perfect because everyone's in the gym. I really hope you're listening to this in the gym. I do too. And I hope you you look over at the very moment someone has fallen on a treadmill and is <laughs> spin cycling and you're hearing it's that same thing. Back. And then then you will know definitively the sim is real. Yes. yes. So Let so us report know. That. Well, video it so we believe it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Love you. Do you want to sing a tune or something? We have a theme song. Oh. Okay, great. We don't have a theme song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're going to ask some random questions, and with the help of our Jerry's, we'll get some suggestions. <laughs> On the fly, rhyme dish. On the fly, rhyme dish. Enjoy.